All right. Well, we told y'all that we were celebrating all things media, and we have none other than Tisha yes. Lee from the Juice 107.3. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for coming. I am I'm so honored to be here. We're honored to have you. Yes. I, I'm loving the studio. Like, I, as soon you. as I walked in, I was like, this is it right here. I just, yes. like, just yes. got into my element. So, yes. I'm loving it. Yes. Just, and I just really enjoyed uh, listening to Jamil, and that was just a great conversation. Yes. I mean, it was, this is good. Yes. So, Thank I'm like, you. okay, this is, this is nice. I have to come back. Yes, maybe, maybe we'll see after today. Yeah, yes. we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how tonight stands <laughs> out. Yeah, yes. we'll see. Don't scare you away too yeah. much. Yes. Now, how long have you been at the Juice? Whew. Okay. So uh, I've been twenty or twenty years. I have been on the radio, commercial radio for almost 20 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I here. Thank you. Thank you. So um I moved here in 2005, so I'm from Akron. Okay. So yes, I moved here immediately after college. So mm -hmm. I actually graduated college, mm -hmm. moved to Toledo. So Friday, Friday I moved, I was packing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saturday. You know the exact date. Oh, I know. You know, I get it because it was, it was, it was a shock to me because I had yeah. lived at home with my parents like all my life, all through college. I never had my own place. Like I just would go to college, kick it, and come home. Didn't you know work? But Friday, packed my stuff, the little things that I had. Saturday, I graduated college, and Sunday, I I unpacked and prepared for my first day of the juice. So you knew on you Monday. Were yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, mm -hmm. so I had had a wow. job before before I graduated college. So I started work that Monday and wow. I've been at the same place at the juice. That's great. For, That's for 20 years. Now, so, was there anything that. special that drew you to the juice or did you just was like, I'm fresh yeah. out of college and I need a job? Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I came from I went to Akron U, which and they have a really they had a really good broadcasting program actually one of the top in the country uh -huh. they do. yeah and we had a good radio format and it was operated like a radio station and so that's and what you went to school for that is what i went to school for okay. and um actually my first semester i wanted to be a teacher which mm -hmm. later comes into play later mm -hmm. you know but um i started my first semester was early childhood education and then I went to our radio station. A friend of mine went to, had graduated high school with us. Like, yeah, just come up to my radio show. You know, we play, you know, hip hop. We play underground, local music. Come on through. Mm -hmm. So I went to the radio station. I peeked in and I'm like, wait, oh, this is mine. So I changed my major uh -huh. that same year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, and I was like, this is my passion. I just I fell in love with radio um, from then on. But, you know, we had a really good radio program. And I had a good advisor, really good mentor that, you know, they were, you know, they were from day one, just just grooming you how to, you know, how to market yourself, like just really mm -hmm. teaching you the ins and outs of radio, the business side of radio, understanding radio, how it works, mm -hmm. you know, how it works in your brain. Like there's so many other things that that went along with 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 understanding the craft and, the you know, and the skill. That, you know, and so when it got to that point, me becoming, when I uh, got to my senior year, I did an internship in Cleveland, promotions. So I got the commercial radio experience, did an internship at a television television station. TV was not my thing. I'll tell you that right now. Like I had to learn it in college, but yeah. TV was not my thing. Like I enjoyed just going to the radio station in some sweats, not having my hair look crazy. Right. But um, so I was like, this is, but, so, but going back to, um, 
that I, I knew that the my ultimate goal was to be on morning radio mm -hmm. because back then back in our day mm -hmm. you know radio was really big especially yeah. like morning radio yeah. that's that was mm -hmm. in like the height of howard stern yeah. you know and you know um I don't know who was here at that time, but we had like, of course, Tom Joyner Tom was here. Yeah, yeah, Ricky yeah. Smiley, yeah. you know, um, Russ Parr and Olivia. There was like so yeah. many different, like th that was morning radio was yeah. really big. Mm -hmm. And so that was the ultimate goal was mm -hmm. to land a morning show. So mm -hmm. you landed a morning show. That was like the biggest thing that you can do in radio. Right. So I put out tons of feelers and like how you were talking earlier and you guys said about the CDs and mm -hmm. how he would send his demo out. That's how we had to do. Like I had to put yeah. together a demo and yeah. I had to, to actually mail it to program directors. Yeah. And then, but at, at that time you could also send MP3. So I would send in a CD mm -hmm. and there was in a manila folder. I, I, I just listened to it. I let my class hear it. <laughs> it, was so, it was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also followed up with an MP3 and I sent it to I had the nerve to send it to Hot 97 in New York. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I had balls. Like I was sending it to everybody. College, you were like, right, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, you know, I had audacity to send it to the big markets, right? But but you know, but that's how you know my mentor would pump me up. He was like, you know, you have to be cocky in this industry. You have to be, you know, you have to be assertive, you have to be confident. Like you just can't say, Hi, yeah, I'm Tish, and please hire me because. You know, maybe I'll do well. No, like my cover letter said, look, if you want your ratings to to drive, you want to increase your ratings, you want your station to be fire. I'm the I'm the girl for the job. Right. And that's why Charlie hired me, you know, because I that's how cocky I was when I got there. It was like, hey, where's that? You know, but you know, but it was different. It was in it was college radio. Right. Yeah. But but I learned to be, you know, very confident. And the juice had just yep. started, right? And then it started just a couple, yes. couple years before yep. I got there. Mm -hmm. So I come in the height of all that. But how I ended up choosing that job mm -hmm. was I got a job offer in um, in Baltimore. I got a job offer in uh, Philly. Mm -hmm. And that the Philly job was for a station. It was, one, it was a good station. It was in a, 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 it was one of the top stations there. But it was for all, an overnight position. And then the job in Baltimore that was for a weekend position, weekend board op. And those jobs, I definitely would have had to gotten mm -hmm. another job. It was like, okay, then when Charlie reached, it was like, this is for a co-host to a morning show. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to Toledo. But I had yeah. never been to Toledo before. And so I was like, well, I'll start here. Start work for the juice for about five, six, seven years. And then I moved to New York. I wanted to move to New York. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, they want to go to LA. They want to go to Detroit. They want to go to New York. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I was like, this is morning show. Like this is morning radio. So I'm actually landing a morning show, a morning co-host job yeah. mm -hmm. right out of college, you know? So that's how I ended up yeah. choosing to move to Toledo. Now here I am 20 years later, you know, Kids later, four kids yeah, later, husband, you're still here, you're not going to New York. Right. You know, like, so, yeah. So that's how it all unfolded and ended up working there. Now, did you ever see yourself stand at the juice for as long as you have been? So I did. I, I will say that. Um, because that became my family. Mm -hmm. Like, the juice is my family. Like, yeah. it is. 
is um, the first Black-owned radio station in the region. Charlie Chuck started that station mm -hmm. to give the community a voice. Like when I when I went to interview with the Jews, was like this, you, and they they welcomed me with open arms, like right. And you know, it, you it, it's just a homegrown station all the way around like I would be doing my show and you know like years later when I had kids my kids running around everybody's kids yeah, running around yeah. you know it's like and that allowed it allowed me to do other things mm -hmm. you know not just radio I was able to still pursue the other things and be creative and do the things that I wanted to do mm -hmm. if I, I I knew that if I were to go to um a bigger I say a bigger market or bigger station but um a a, a a conglomerate company like mm -hmm. iHeart or mm -hmm. um, right, Cumulus, right, yeah. I wouldn't be able to be the internship coordinator or the production director or just say, hey, I'm going to do middays or, you know, work as a program director, do that. You know, I was able to promotions, you know, hey, what, you know, what do you want to be this week? You know, yeah. you're able to right. explore and I was able to grow yeah. because they gave me, they afforded me the opportunity to, they trusted, they trusted. Trusting me in that process, I was, you know, I was learning, mm -hmm. right? They allowed me to learn, they allowed me to grow, but also to do the other things I wanted to do the outside of the station with support. That's yeah. what's up. You know, so, you know, and on other stages, like, no, we own you. This is your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is our yeah. time, our clock. You yeah. know, I, I couldn't have went to iHeart and, you know, went and started my own voiceover company, yeah. you know, right. and, and mm -hmm. do a work on the side and have my voice on other stations. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of power. There used to be. I mean, it's not as it's a little bit more flexible now. But you know, those politics would get in the way when you are at a you know a much bigger company, bigger, 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 bigger company. company. Like and, you said, you, you know, know daytime. That's right. Daytime, that's right. So. You know, and that's when like no compete clauses were yeah. really yeah. they were they were for real about that. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, but you know, as I start as I started to grow, my family started to grow. You, you really need that flexibility. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, I need to be able to, um, you know, go take kids to the doctor. Yeah. Or I got to go to that. You know, yeah. I got a yeah. meeting or, you know, but you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. Like, I will always be, I have not been on the air in a year and a half. Okay. Because now I'm a professor at the University of Toledo. Okay. So I'm there full time. However, I'm still at the radio station, yeah. you know, right. still doing work. You know, I still do a lot of work, you know, uh, when I'm needed. You know, so I'm always going to be family. Mm -hmm. So people say you work here. Yeah, yeah, I was just there. You know, I'm always, you know, see, so you know, and then once you get bit by that radio bug, that's the thing with, with what you're doing now. No matter what it is you decide you're going to do, whatever you, you're always, you're going to want to come back to this. Yeah. Right, right. Like yeah. you're not ever, now you got bit by the bug, you're, you're not going to hang it up. It's that's always, right. yep. it's always going to be in your heart. Yeah. It's always going to be in your heart. Right. You know, so just know that when you say, okay, you know what, we gotta, we got other things we're doing. This will never leave. Like that passion. Once you get that passion, which is brewing in you right. now, you were like, it's, it's manifesting. Yeah. Right. Like you're like, this is, this is this who is I am. I feel it. Like this is my love. Like it, I'm not thinking about the money. I'm not thinking about the music that I play. Like I, I just want to be able to use, use my platform. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to be on the radio and you know contribute to my community, speak for the greater good of the community, mm -hmm. and then you just do it because you love it. Yeah. Right. And it never goes anywhere. No matter what it is you do, you know, I said I haven't been on the air, but you know, you're like, hey, you want to come? Yeah, I'm coming because <laughs> this is my. I want to be on the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be on the air. I yeah. love it. 
Yeah, I love it. Now, when you first got on the air, I know you said you um, you did the morning show, and then yeah. well, you know, you've been doing it for twenty years. So, I mean, I was a kid. You was a baby. I was, I was, baby. I was in high school. Yeah, they're way younger. Yeah. I know. I was like, you're baby. I'm thirty. but I remember. I was in high school when when the juice started, mm-hmm. and I that was my second show. Yes, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. that was my was, I, that was my. And I remember yeah, as a kid, year. I think you were doing eleven like eleven a.m. like the mid morning. Yep, so that, right. Yeah. So then after Charlie Mac retired, okay. um, I went on, and I, that was after my fifteen year old. So yeah, so they were like oh, a couple of years after that. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, would you like to do middays? I was first. I was like, yeah, I'll try it by myself, <laughs> okay. and I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved it. It's, it's totally different because it's 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 more music based. You know, the mm-hmm. midday show is more is more music based. Like yeah. you, you don't have a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the interaction. Like I like this. Like yes. I like having being able to bounce back mm-hmm. off back and forth with with co-hosts. You right. know, yeah. like but when you're doing your own show, you are like doing your own thing. But again, you could come up with your own segments. You can mm-hmm. drive your own show. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did that up until a year and a half. Okay. So you did middays that whole time. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I remember calling in like so you, did. Request you showed in the request line. I sure did. Yeah. And you always have listeners. Like you always remember that you something mm-hmm. you'll never I, I have people that listen to my show mm-hmm. that I've never met in person. But I'm like, we're like, we're cool. I guarantee yeah. you, I've made a request to you. Like, it's like, I, but I, you know, like, but I know who they are. I've seen their, mm-hmm. you know, their their social media. Like, I know, I know mm-hmm. things about them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they are longtime listeners. Yeah. Radio is a very personal medium. Mm-hmm. Like, it is about the personal connection. It's mm-hmm. not, hey, everybody out there listening right now, radio mm-hmm. land. That's not radio. Yeah. Radio is very personal. Why? Because people are listening mostly in their cars. Right. They're listening when they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. Not. Unlike television, where a lot of people were in the room, you're you're listening at home, you're doing other things, everybody's running around, mm-hmm. you know. But you make those personal connections with. So those your your radio people are not just the people that work at the radio station yeah. with you who are on the air. It's your listeners. Your listeners right. drive that show, yeah. and they you know. So, so you're part of the yes. Juice family, yeah. you know. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah, good. And when they call in, they definitely like they bring a whole yeah. another. They they, they they bring the element <laughs> yes. to the show yes. that is needed. Yeah. You know, but that's what makes it personal. Yeah, yes. right. That's what makes it personal. And that was the thing about like being at the the juice is that it was local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and and as the years started, as the years went on, it's like dang, you know, just watching. Mm-hmm. The transition of radio into mm-hmm. syndication, which I worked with syndicated radio too, with Cheryl Underwood. Okay. You know, and so it's like, and it was a different feel. It was mm-hmm. a different feel. What was the difference was, between the two? It because it was like it, we, we were local, but we were scared scaled nationally. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like it's it's some about that hometown feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. of just. You call and I know is you. Mm-hmm. I know your voice. Hey, oh, I know this time. Yeah. You know, like, right. oh, yeah, yeah. why do I hear what's going on? It would yeah. be your segment. Yeah. It would literally be your segment. But, you know, it, and it's because it's you just have that that local connection. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, you know, and I, I did like it. I did enjoy it. Like, I like going to L.A. Like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, but it was it was big. I was like, okay, all right. You know, it. It was just, it's not as personal. personal. Mm-hmm. It's not as personal. Mm-hmm. Now, were you still at the juice when you were still 
doing the syndicated yeah, show? Yeah, Charlie and I was we were both on that oh, that syndicated wow. show. Okay, yeah. Okay. In fact, um, so Cheryl would broadcast. She would be in LA, her and her crew, mm-hmm. and Charlie and I would be uh, broadcasting from the, our studio. Okay. So we had it was called an ISDN lines, and it's been a while. But you would just it would be like a tele. It's just like a really clear telephone line oh, okay. that we would be able to broadcast from sound like which that's how syndicated shows are right? yeah. mm-hmm. most of them are not in the room together mm-hmm. but that's that's how okay. yeah which is impressive because some like i you would i honestly wouldn't know the difference just yeah. by yeah. Yeah. Like, you're so just good at that covid really yeah. really revealed that yeah. Yeah. yeah like you really kind of people did not know that but if you if you got that radio where you listen i start listening yeah. you could yeah. tell somebody's in a room yeah because usually if they say yeah. that person's next there's things that are just like dead giveaways yeah. They say that person's name. Hey, Ty. Well, that means you ain't looking at me. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm looking at you, I'm gonna not gonna say your name. Like, yeah. Red. What you you know? Right. That means it's your cue to talk, point. but yeah. you just you know you, it's hard to kind of catch those cues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I yeah. follow. Um, his name is Big Greg. He does radio in Detroit, and he like during COVID he did like a behind the scenes, and he literally did like everything at home. Like yes. his whole entire show, like yeah. music, like all of that. And I was just. I well, just what did that do to your spirit, though? Like, how did yeah. it make you feel like when you realized, like, Ricky and them are not all in the same room? I was kind of, I felt bamboozled. Yeah. I was, like I, was yeah. like, I thought they got together every single day. Right, in the room. They right. Were like, no, and then this. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. Then nothing like this whatsoever. Right. So I, mean, I just. I just thought that was very well, hello. interesting. Hi. <laughs> All you're doing is just sending off the audio to each other, and yeah. you have your mm-hmm. your engineer um, conduct it mm-hmm. and and mix it down to where. Yeah, but it should you know, be. I mean, it should be pretty cohesive. Like as long as like so. For example, if we use the equipment that you have now, so if we wanted to run um, a, a phone call off of the roadcaster, you just yeah. Bluetooth that thing right, just in. Now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can run it right on in there, and yeah. you know, we yeah. wouldn't know as long as you, that's the thing. Like, and that's why I'm like really fucking weird about headphones, yeah. Because a fun fact is, you know, I have like my hear, I do have hearing loss from being in radio for so long, mm. and a lot of people do, Your yeah. ears right? You have a lot of get a lot of, fatigue. yeah, you get it, does it really does? Yeah. You're talking about wearing uh, headphones for. 20 plus years, right. nine to five years I was in college, right? Yeah, like in the music. Yeah. Yeah. So music producers, I mean, yeah, like sometimes you yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just takes one good time, turn them headphones, get that feedback. Yeah, you, you know, so promise. and not yeah. even just doing it 20 years, but you were like every day on the air. You know? Every so day, every like, day. Yeah. So how many hours a day were you on air? I was on four. First, we were on four, and then it went to five. Ooh, yeah, that's a lot yeah. of time with some headphones. On. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. <laughs> you know, and I, and then the the the, you know, the more your hearing deteriorates, the louder you pump right. your headphones up. Right, right. because right. you feel like you're not getting a lot. Yeah, because uh, obviously, like, like, that's probably why Amy's always you know, like, you know, I can't, I can't hear. Exactly. We even custom ways more. I I am the oldest one here, so most of the time she's going deaf. It's okay. Maybe it's just selective hearing. Maybe I just choose. And that, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you can. That that is true. Like you do learn that in radio too. Uh, yeah, yes. Selective hearing. I learned that working with teenagers. Yeah. And also yeah. having three kids of my own. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. Well, and speaking of kids, you actually started your own podcast uh, program for kids. Tell I us did. about that. Yeah. So um, it's so the early childhood education. So it's like that was like my first love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like I want to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher like. Most of us is five year olds like playing school, right. but I wanted to be a teacher, 
fell in love with radio too. And then see the years later just comes around full circle mm-hmm. where you would you put both things, you know, you'd be able to marry two of your passions and that's what happened. So um I, in two, uh, when did I do that? 2021, I filed for a 501c3 okay. for Amazing Kids, which it teaches, uh, it leverages broadcast journalism to improve reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. it is a reading program, okay. right? But we also, we were, and it's intentional for kids in fourth to eighth grade. Okay. So as educators here, you mm-hmm. already know that, you know, that, that reading deficit, that yes. gap yes. between four and sixth grade is, yes. is, is crucial. Yeah. Yes. And especially in our communities, our kids are struggling. Certainly. And they especially after struggling. COVID. Yes, yes. they we didn't have years of reading. Yeah. So especially in the black community, mm-hmm. like uh, the, the kids are really behind yeah. and they're not graduating on time. Yes. So, you know, I did a lot of research, a lot of research on this and, I learned that, okay, well, <clears throat> this is where the gap is half. Like, here's the reading gap. Mm-hmm. Fourth grade, they're learning to read up to fourth grade. After that, they're reading to learn. And if they are not mm-hmm. reading fluently, proficiency, chances are uh, they're going to not graduate on time with their peers. So mm-hmm. that was, I'm like, and, and that was part of the, and the reason how, um, how that came about was I started subbing. So working at the station, be able to explore other opportunities. I went back to get my master's at BG. And then um, in 2015, I was asked to uh, be an instructor at UT part-time. So I started teaching audio production courses. And um, so that was in 2015, still working there now. But um, after that, I started subbing for TPS mm-hmm. and I was in the classroom and I, I saw it firsthand. Right. I'm like, okay, all right, we're having a rough time here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what can I do to be right. like, how can I bring my because they would come in like, oh, you know, you're fun. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You're yeah. a fun teacher, yeah. right? Like they love you. <laughs> I think they, I am. Yeah, you're a fun <laughs> teacher, but you have that personality. Yeah. You engage with them. It's it's different. Right. right. But you wanted to bring your presence. Yeah, but I would right. but that's yeah. what it was. It's like, okay, they're respecting my person. Like they're respecting yeah. me. Yes. They're you know, I'm I'm able to engage them. You right. know, I got their attention. Right. Okay, now I got their attention. You got this ELA. Okay, how can we turn this into something a little bit more creative? Mm-hmm. So I started bringing my stuff to the schools with me. Like, you know, and just kind of, hey, you know what? Okay, well, you got your, your spelling words, use your spelling words, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna write it down and you know, you're gonna come up with give me a give me eight bars, you know. So it kind of started just trying to find creative ways in the classroom. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, the kids are liking it and they're engaging in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, and I said that was before, this was uh, maybe 2020. That was, I was like, okay, this is what I really want to do. And then, so I started putting my business plan together, which that took a long time. Yes. You know, that that's a long time. Yeah, it takes a, a while to, to, to put your plan together and you got to really think it through and, you know, making sure it's done right. And, you know, so then I just started reaching out to resources to kind of really fine tune it to make it right. But I was like, I want to do, I want to teach broadcasting to kids. We mm-hmm. gotta, we gotta catch them early. We gotta, ex- we gotta expose them early yes. because we have a very rich media community, mm-hmm. right? I mean, compared to like c- cities that are in our mar- like our market size, we mm-hmm. have the television stations, we have the radio stations, digital, we have the podcast, we have mm-hmm. it all, right? Right. So I'm like, they like it, and so I did a pilot program in 2021, and. 
Um, I brought, um, we did we did television, radio, we teach them how to DJ, we do a little bit of music engineering. Um, and we, it's portable, we bring the, the, the program to the kids. We, the first uh, the first summer we had a uh, hundred kids. Wow. Yeah, we had a hundred kids and we also bring media professionals in to come and speak with the kids. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of folks from the media around town that they would come in, they would either come in and, and, and talk to them or they would actually work with the kids for the day. That's so, cool. and I use that as like a beta program, so like a pilot program. To see, okay, and get feedback because I'm a, I'm a, I love research, I love data. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, it, this is the feedback we're getting. Not only do they not want it, mm-hmm. want more of it, um, we see that it, this is a possibility. Right. This really could be working to improve not only the reading but the confidence, the public speaking skills, the soft skills, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just been digging in the research. I'm getting ready to finish my PhD at Bowling Green. Okay. And well, the, shout out to that PhD. Yeah. 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 So what's what are you studying? It's in, it's in rhetorical criticism. Okay. But my my dissertation will be how uh, broadcasting can be used in the classroom to improve literacy. That's amazing. So you're gonna yeah, have, so you're have a doctorate of criticism. Yeah, but you kind of need that. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm a PhD. You're like, I'm a PhD criticism. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like whatever. <laughs> I love but it. Yeah, it's, but yeah, so, but a lot of this is, it's, it's academic research. Because yes. now we yeah. get into the academic, because yeah. now it's like, okay, you got this. We said, because when you, when you start asking for money, they want to know. Gotta have that data. What you doing? What you doing? Yeah, yes, girl. Yeah, you're it's improving reading. Well, how how the hell do you know that? How do we? How do you know? Well, they like it. How do you know? Right. Right. You know, it's improving. Well, how do you know that? Mm -hmm. You know, like just because they say, like, have we seen any scores? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so you have to really, if you want it to be sustainable, you want to scale something like this, and you want people to believe in you, you want people to partner with you. It's got to be right, right? You know, and you got to put a lot of work into it. So they said, I, at this point, you know, I've um, I'm building the credibility of the program, you know, yeah. and just kind of building those partnerships, and you know, just taking it to the schools now. Right. So we started as a, a summer program, and then now we are inside the schools. Okay. And then we also work with University of Toledo's Upper Bound program. So we teach kids oh. the podcasting on yep on Tuesdays at okay. the Student Union. Um, it's in several schools. Um, and I mean, so now we'll be going into our third summer. Yeah, summer three. And then going into our second after school program. So we'll, okay. now we're doing year round. Yeah. Okay. So and you're doing in school, like during school and then after school and during school. Okay. So it depends on the school. Yeah. It depends on, it kind of depends on the individual needs of the school. Now, if parents want to get their kids involved into the program, how do they do that? Yeah. So we're actually going to go live on, I want to go April 1st, okay. where we'll do like an early bird registration. Okay. So we are going to be at um, the Frederick Douglass Community Center. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there for two weeks. Uh, then we'll also be at Lehman Palmer again this year. Um, and then we're also going to be at Ottawa Park. Okay. We're going to be at Ottawa Park. And then we're going to end the program by going to different organizations. So I didn't, this is the first time I'm kind of doing this where yeah. in the summer, like you just like a stand, stand alone mm-hmm. for two weeks in a different space. So we did Wilson Park, the Doug, 
we did Raymond Palmer in the Mott Branch Library last okay. year. So two weeks at all those spaces to kind of get those kids served all together. Yeah, yeah, we want to serve everybody, you know? Yeah. And so, but the, what I'm going to do a little bit differently in addition to the adding the Ottawa Park is I want to go to the different organizations and just host program, you know, just yeah. like do little workshops. Right. I love that. You know, yeah, yeah. for like, we do like two weeks of workshops. Every day we take it to a program, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm going to do this year. So, okay. yes. Yeah. Now, people who want to get into radio, do you feel like podcasting is a good start for them, or do you feel like yeah. there's a there's a difference between the two? There is a difference between there is a difference between the two, but mm-hmm. this is where it starts. Mm-hmm. Think about like anybody that you watch, sports broadcasters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people that have their own radio shows, people yeah. on morning shows. Yeah. There's always, like you said, mud talk after dark. Oh, hello. Well, she's looking at me because I was like, I can't go on the radio because I can't drop that bombs. But no. you, it's so crazy because you will learn how to filter it. You kind of know. It's weird. I, I filter it at work. I do it all day, every yeah, day. It's weird how you really can't turn it on or off. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know where yeah. you can. It, it's weird. I've been doing it my whole life because you know, I don't cuss in front of Ron and Shirley. That's my parents. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ron and Shirley do not But know. you really can't. Like, I didn't think I could do it. Too. I probably slipped up maybe a couple. Well, maybe I have maybe three, four And then just bleep it out and then you move on. Yeah. Sometimes we try. Hopefully, if we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I won't, don't add, we will not get into those stories. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, um, we've gotten bleep before. We're not here, but we're at 409 Ryan. We got Was that when I said your pick? Yes. <laughs> so when you talking about were, sex, I just didn't randomly say dick pic out of nowhere. But if you were, but if you were, <laughs> if you were alive, you would, you would just, it would be the delay. But yeah. sometimes, if you're like, you know, say the seven dirty words, yeah, then you might be, you know, you could actually loop the bad words. Now I've done that before, where I've had a caller. You know, and they say something, and I miss the the oh. the, the delay, yeah. and I've actually looped because it just rewinds the last one okay. and repeats it. Oh, okay. so I've done that. So you have ways to get around it. Yeah, yeah, but I've done yeah. that to where I've actually looped the cuss word. Did you get like flag? Did the FCC flag you and be like this chick? Thank God <laughs> not. Thank God not. Yeah, so it goes back to your editing and your. Yeah, and you gotta be on. You really gotta pay attention. Like, and yeah. the difference between like a ju- the juice and like many other stations is we we never recorded our phone calls and played them. Like, we always went live. Yeah. Yeah. You got what you got. Always live. You got what you got. There was no. See, that's different. Yeah. See, like when we do our our show here, like he'll send me the audio file. And then I edit out some yeah. stuff that yeah. you know that needs. That's to be the cool taken. thing about podcasting. Yeah. That. That's what I love about podcasting yeah, yeah. is because you can actually put a lot of a lot of post production into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have heard people's cell phone go off in the background. We yeah. had people's kids, kids running around right, outside. Right. It was just like, what is going on? Yeah, and see, so. some of that can happen on live radio too. But it's like what you said is out there. Not, but I do. But going back to what you're saying, yes, pod. I I think. Um, this is the new wave. You know, people always, yeah. you know, you hear people say like, oh, radio's dead, radio's dead. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's not. It's, it's not. just that the way people are listening to radio yeah. is different. It's, different. it's yes. changed. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, that's that's the difference. The platforms are different. You can download an app. You can listen mm-hmm. online. You know, you can listen to a radio show and a podcast. Once right. I do my radio show, I can chop it up, put it online. Mm-hmm. Now it's a podcast, exactly. right? Yeah, so exactly. that's, it's I just how they're, cha- how it's changing is different. And it's actually, it's thriving. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, especially podcasting, 
I said, it's 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 growing and it really, really, really peaked during COVID. No, yeah. Why do you think that is? We had nothing to do with it. Not a lot of interaction. Right. You didn't have the interaction. People had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. People were in it. You know, it's like there's a lot going on. There too. was a lot going was. on to talk about that, you know, and people realized, like, wait a minute. You telling me all I got to do is just have a computer right. and a internet, a mic, yeah. and, and, and you didn't even have a mic. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. can do it on laptop. Yeah. yeah. Well, even like saying we have guests and like 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 Zoom meetings. Like right. I think I've had a staff meeting that yeah. hasn't been a Zoom meeting right. since, and then you can Zoom in people and they can be you know yeah and then yeah. you can broadcast that yeah. right Share it just became the it was it because it was like wow and then hold on you and I can make money. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Facebook monetizing. Listen, right. You know, so that's that's the money. And, right. and so now that's how you do it. You take this and you package it. Yeah. You know, and then you find one of these distributors, mm-hmm. right? And that's how you market it. So you can either make it a hobby where you do it for fun, or you can mark you can make it marketable and scalable. Yeah. Brand it. Right. You know, so one of the classes that I teach in, at UT is podcasting. And, you know, that's where we were on. Like a lot of them, they, they, they do podcast. Like they, a lot of them do the podcast where I'm like, okay, well, so what are we doing here? Like, are we, you know, you want to do it in, in addition to whatever else that you're doing? Are you trying to make money off of this thing? Right, right, so now right. you do that. Now when it comes to your editing and all that, now it's really, you know, yeah. you got to think about branding and the business mm-hmm. side of things because you want people, yeah, you want people to, you know the promotion yeah. side. Gotta get shirts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have, wait, wait, yeah. you can't see it, but they have mud talk on the back. Yes, we do have mud talk shirts. Yeah, I see that. Was like, so, and that's nice. Like yes. those things, all it, it all, it's all packaged. Yes. Yes. You know, but the podcasting, I think that that is. That's what I think that at this point. I think that if you want to get into the business, mm-hmm. it, it that's that's how you do it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So you've been doing this for twenty years. You have the program. Why are you say, now? Now instead of said twenty you, years, you, not for years. Like twenty years. Okay, so let's just forget all the numbers. Okay, you're here. So you're okay. Years. What's next for you? Okay, so. Um, I want to finish this PhD up first. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I got a couple more classes and then I'll be working on my dissertation. So, um, but I really want to grow the program. Absolutely. That is my thing. And, um, I'm hoping to be, you know, become tenure, you know, at, at a university because that's, that's so my that thing PhD. now. That's my, yeah. And that's my thing now. Like I am full-time. I am a full-time lecturer at UT. Okay. So I do have a workload. I'm the advisor of the radio station there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like that is, and and so like with the, with the amazing kids, it's a pipeline program. Yeah. Right. So I'm starting the kids at the fourth grade level and then, you know, just, working them up to the middle school we get them at upper bound in the high school you know we can get them into cte programs you know in high school then they come see me at ut you know then we get it we get it and we send them out to the workforce and then hopefully they turn around and get back so the goal is just to create a pipeline you know to where they are just constantly exposed and they're interested and they're engaged and and the basis is still improving reading skills along the way yeah but yeah but but as they get older so like so like the 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 learning outcomes become different when i get to like upper bound because now we're we're 
it is more about the exposure, but now it's like about that. The, the confidence and, yes. and the interest, right? And I yeah. think of talking about the things that they like, things, um, oh my goodness, like the things that they're going through, mm-hmm. you know, it yeah. becomes a soundboard. Yeah. Our podcasts are soundboards for a lot mm-hmm. of our kids, mm-hmm. even at the early age, yeah. you know, it, it's therapy. Right. It can Absolutely. be therapy for these kids, yeah. you know, right. so, you know, so just, the, and then, so when we get them to college, so my college students, mm-hmm. Now it's about preparing for the workforce, you know, so, but I do want to, I definitely want to stay at the institution. I still want to be in higher education. I said, I'm there most of the day, almost Monday through Thursday, you know, I'm teaching four classes right now, you know, and I said, working on the program Mm -hmm. and, you know, and running the station plus being a mom and my husband and, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, but the, the goal is to, Get tenure, mm-hmm. and then scale this program. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a lot of work, but you're holding it down, though. It's, it's a lot of work. Hey, you're holding it down. Yeah. It's a lot of work, and it's gonna come full. You're, I'm sure you're already starting to see it come full circle as you're it starting is. to. It is. It really program. is. You just yeah. gotta be patient. It's yeah. like yeah. we were talking. It gets yeah, greater later. You sure. already know. Like I mean, we were just talking <laughs> a little. Later. We were talking a little bit earlier. It's like nowadays these kids, they it's. Instant gratification. Yeah. Like I call, they I call not, it the right, popcorn, microwave popcorn. Woo. You just want it, boom, right boom. now in two you minutes. Wanna, right, yeah. right. And it's, it's not, not the way to work. Like not at all. And that's a great life skill and a life lesson. Just yeah. to teach them, like, yeah, the good things come to those who wait. Yeah. But you see, but, even, that, but not even just kids, as adults, yeah, adults. Like, we need to know yeah. that too, because yeah. even as adults, we have to learn how to trust the process. Yeah. And, and trusting the process is, is tough, it's hard. But once you finally trust it and you see it, you're like, you know what, okay. Let me just hold on. Because yeah. even with Mud Talk, I know in the beginning we were like, this needs to be like mm-hmm. on the juice right now. 97.3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs mm-hmm. to do you it. You did tell me that. I yeah. yeah. And you know what? And 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 the thing is, is we were um and I and I remember I, I yes. hit you up. Yep. And when you were doing when you were doing 419 Bride, I was like, Rich, Deb. I like, he's good. Like, yeah. you know, like um, I you need to check him out. Mm-hmm. I said at the time, you know, like I know that they were trying to, you know, get some programming on the air. And I was like, you might want to. And I hit you up. I think I hit, I did, yeah. I hit, I hit yeah. you up. I was yeah. like, okay, you need to reach out to Rich. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. the thing. This is what they're doing. You know, you might want to consider it because you, know, you got talent. You got yeah. it. You know? And I'm so glad, like, I feel like in that moment that it wasn't supposed to happen because we were just starting. Yeah. So there were yeah. so many things that we yes. needed to learn. The growth. Yeah. Before. Just yes. Growth. Yes. 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 So, and you're always going to grow. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and I will tell I'll tell you this, like, you know, this part, yeah, this is the fun part, mm-hmm. right? Like it's this is the best part of being able to use this platform yeah. to, mm-hmm. to inform and educate. Yeah. But you want to leverage this yeah. to make your other moves. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Like unless, you know, unless I'm working in New York somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, like radio is <laughs> Is that right? Uh, yeah, you ain't getting much. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> to be honest with you, mm-hmm. you're not getting much. But there are the other things that you can do by leveraging it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's see, that's what we've done. That's what I've done. Yeah, that's what Charlie's done. Like you, just leveraging the the call letters, leveraging the platform to start your own your own voiceover company yeah, and doing right. that, you know, so yeah, man, I might not do a show, but I still do voiceover on t-shirt designing company. That's where I'm going. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> so you want to leverage that. Like you want to, yeah. I still yeah. do voiceovers. Yeah. I still 
make money there, you know. Yeah, like multiple outlets. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't have, if I didn't work at the juice, I wouldn't have been able to get my job at UT. Yeah. Right. You know, they wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to mm-hmm. explore those opportunities. I wouldn't be able to have my, you know, have my own program. You know, it's, yeah. Absolutely. Use that. That's yes. you use this to, to make your move. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, somebody gonna be listening to us in the morning. Mud talk proof morning they crew. Know. It's gonna be something. Yes. 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 Yeah. We're gonna manifest it. We're gonna have to really work in that filter though. I I you know I can have a filter. I, I don't have a filter. I yeah. have to all day long. Yeah. yeah. And it's just you just gonna like it just I can listen to commercials. I listen to this and be like, oh, why did you say that? Like no matter what, you're it's always gonna you know, like no, there's no yeah. Perfect show. Like it's yeah. it's that's what makes it, you know, organic and genuine. Mm-hmm. Like and the fact that exactly that's what you know, if you don't have if some slip ups, if you don't yeah. stumble yeah. and mumble and you're never gonna know yeah. how to <laughs> how to fix what you've done. You know how much I used to tear the studio up. I like her. You know why? Because I don't feel alone anymore. In my, in my mess that used to get us in trouble. Oh, yeah. every day. We, oh, this is water. Charlie yeah. tell you how many shots was in a bottle of water. Oh, well, this is water because we were told that we were, we were going to be sober there today. Yes, we're being sober. But usually it's oh, okay. something else. Oh, drinking water. Yes, we're drinking water. Drinking water today. I did have a little bit of wine on the way here. It's a little something. Oh, my goodness. It's a little bit. Not in the car. I had it when I got here. I do not drink as well. So Ooh, in the car. We are y'all are just telling yourselves today. I do not. It was a drink. Hey, I didn't tell tell more. Listen, you hustling illegally. You. No, it just sounded bad. I, I, I was say I was hustling. I literally did say you did say that. I said yeah. we're talking about hustling legally, and you was like, "Oh, well, it's too late. It's on the air. Yeah, it's done. We just talked about that. And don't you edit hey, it out. Hey, hey, we won't. There we go. Don't worry. I'm gonna edit the YouTube video, so stay in there. I'm gonna highlight it. Hustler, just right here. Now, before we let you go, we got a couple of things we got to do. We mm-hmm. have a game. We do. Oh, this is our game, game, too. This is our favorite. So I took out one because it was way too similar to the other one. I don't know what I was doing with girls medical to get one of these two. What was that? You said that one was what? It was just like one of the, the other one. It was similar. It was a medical thing that I wasn't feeling. Oh, okay. This is your it. Oh, here you go. Ready? All right. What do we got? Oh. Mud talk. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we're going to do this him. one. Uh, best twenty first birthday story. Oh God! Twenty first birthday. Uh-huh. Oh, do you remember that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your story. <laughs> I don't remember. That must have been a good birthday. What did I do? I, you, I, I don't listen. remember what happened last night. Like I don't remember. Well, what happened? I'm give give us a good college one if you don't have. No. Okay. Well, you think? Hold well, on, let me think. Well, yeah, we all get it. We Look, get she went to Akron, so she got a lot of. Yeah, that's yeah. a lie. Like, come on, I was <laughs> trying to like hide myself up. They different. We're like, that is the turn of. So we're thinking twenty first birthday story. You guys got yours? I got mine. I got mine first. It's got to be twenty. It just says twenty first birthday story. Yep. I mean, I see, I'm so. Drunk. It's been a long time ago. I know that was part of it. I'm pretty sure we all got drunk. Yeah, I just got drunk. That's all I remember. Okay, so rest story is he so just Angie got drunk and, and my girl Angie and Leisha Shanti. If you are listening, can you remind us of what we did? <laughs> oh, that's great. That was great. <laughs> I don't know. Please let her know what she did. All right, so we'll let you go. We'll let you go last. We'll let you sit and okay. think for a minute. You get, so you got one big deal. Yes. <laughs> so when I turned 21, there was this club. Called um, Jesse James. Jesse James. Oh, oh my God! It's good times, and um, they had this special there. They used to do goose and hand three for ten. Oh my God! And they would come around with the tray, with the whole tray. Can I tell my story? 
Thank you. Red, you're about to get the teacher again. Thank you. Mm. Quiet, <laughs> you're, you're sitting between two people that have worked in education. <laughs> um, so they will come around with the tray and they will have Hennessy and uh, goose shots on there. So they will be like, goose a hand, three for 10. I'm like, hey, come over here. So now I'm excited because I'm 21. He said, hey, come over here. I'm like, here. come over here. So I used to drink this drink called Blue Motherfuckers. So I was like, let me get a Blue Motherfucker. I've had that. Yeah. Did you give me that? I probably did. Okay. Yeah. So I had a blue motherfucker and I had the goose and hand shots. But here was the thing. The thing is that I'm just so excited about drinking. I'm like, let me get two goose shots and a henny. So I like take these shots and I pour them in my blue motherfucker. So now it's just, it's just a whole concoction going on. And I know for a fact that I did this multiple times because I'm just like, oh, it don't taste bad. All I remember was is shout out to my best friend, Shakita, rest in peace. Um, she had to drive me home. She drove my car. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember as we're driving, I'm trying to throw up out the window. It's not going oh. out. It's all like... Oh, come on. So, Are you kidding me? Why did this go to a girl's medical place? Right. <laughs> I was trying to avoid this. Yeah, so okay. So, so, right. so, was, so this was the crazy part. So the crazy part was is that I didn't... I'm thinking I'm, throw, I'm throwing out the throwing up out the mic mm-hmm. and lying on the ground. I woke up the next morning and I just see it all on mm-hmm. the side oh, of the car. Oh, my goodness. So I'm, I woke up. I'm still drunk. I'm just like, please take me home. So I stayed out at her house and I stayed like two or three blocks from her. I'm like, I really need to go home. Like, I'm just drunk. So I walk outside. There was snow on the ground and I see the throw up. I'm like, I can't take my car home with throw up on the side. So I took the snow and I like, and I took the shirt and I just like took it off and just cleaned off the throw up. And I went home. And I went to sleep. Yeah, you did. And I, yeah, that oh, was my that's, that's, I, I have a similar car throwing up story that I will tell you when we are not doing this. Yes. But it's very similar to that yes. one. Oh. What's throw up on the side of your car? Um, the, not the story. I'm not my 21st birthday story oh. to tell you, but the story I'll tell you when we are off air is, it, yes, not yes. my car. It wasn't on my car. It wasn't in their car. It'll, it's a good story, but I'll give you my 21st birthday. When you said you just got drunk, right? You don't. I don't remember. Right. You got drunk and doesn't remember. (laughs) So mine, I went to BGSU. And let me let me preface this. My son was born in May. I turned 21 in July of that year. Okay. Okay. So I had not drank for Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the first time I went drinking. Because you know, obviously when you have I may have maybe had a drink here or there, but I hadn't drank at all. Was in Bowling Green. Mm. And we stopped at a bar there and they were there they had on special flaming Dr. Peppers. Oh, which if you know what that is, um, it's, it's a drink where they basically drop a Jaeger in a beer mm-hmm. and chug it. And they light it on fire first, and then they drop yeah. it in the beer, and it tastes like Dr. Pepper. So I had I don't know how many, a lot, and then I had a lot of Long Island iced teas. I don't. Yes, they did. And I don't remember much from that. I know I still to this day cannot drink or smell Dr. Pepper. I'm it's been twenty years, mm. but I um, got really drunk, and it, I was you're in a college town, BG, you know, and I went to the Taco yeah. Bell. And I was like, it's your fucking 21st birthday. So I cut. And now, Taco Bell at 2 a.m. is where everybody goes. And they're angry. They want their tacos. And I was like, you bitches, it's my 21st birthday. <laughs> cut in front of everybody. The line was out the uh-huh. door. Cut in front. I was like, it's my fucking 21st birthday. I'm going to puke. Get, cut in front. I got my food. Walked out. Everyone's like screaming at me. like, get your friend. Get your friend. I was like, it's good. Bye, guys. Have a good day. <laughs> I sat my ass in the middle of the parking lot. Not like like the drive through was here. I sat right there and I'm like, I'm gonna eat this. Oh, my friends were like, get out of the. I, I did. And I ate, I ate everyone's that tackle. My friends were like guarding me. In the middle of a drive. I, I was, I was first of all, real drunk. 
And then I sat down and ate the Taco Bell and like my friends were like directing cars around me to like go to the drive-thru because I wouldn't get up. And then we walked back to my friend's house where we were staying the night and I, my friend that was supposed to come out with us like didn't come out. And I was like, oh, she's up in the, in the room sleeping. And they're like, no, she's not. I'm like, yes, she is. Because when I went in there to throw up, I thought it was the bathroom and I kind of thrown up in there. She directed me to the bathroom. Finally, they took me home. I don't even know how I got home. All I know is for two straight days, I threw up. Um, I don't even know who took care of my kid. He's alive still. He's about to be, he's about to be 21 in May. So he's turned 21 wow. in May. So, and he um, goes to Cincinnati, so he might have a similar story. Well, I'm, I told him this. I did not work my, I did not, 56 hours of labor for me to not go out. He, he, 56 hours? Yeah, it was a lot so long. C-sections, pushing, it was horrible. He was 10 pounds, 2 ounces. The boy. Oh my God. But you know what? I had him on the day after Cinco de Mayo. So on May 5th at midnight, so he turned 21. I said, I will be wow. there. I push you. So you pushed him and had a Oh, yeah, 12 hours of pushing. And then they said, he's not coming out. I'm like, yeah. Shit, he's not coming out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, I was begging for them to cut him out at like 20, hour 24. They're like, no, you're not ready. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> like, get him out. Wow. Yeah. Finally, wow. a doctor came in like on a different shift. Yeah. Like, he's not yeah. coming out. Like, it's time to. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so but he's about to be 21, and we're gonna have maybe I'll have a good another 21. Another 21. Mm-hmm. He, he told me he doesn't want to go out with me though. He's like, Mom, you're gonna do shots. I was like, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's your um, birthday, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you my 21st, but I can tell Give you us my little we'll party, okay, uh, to the juice, okay, yeah, mm. that um changed my life. Mm. Like, I had again, like, this was like my first big girl job, yeah, okay. So the week after I got here, they were we were getting ready. It was in May. We were getting ready to celebrate. Uh, it was May sixteenth of whatever that year was. Um, I want to. It was at Headliners. Is it uh-huh. Headliners? Yeah, yeah Headliners. Yeah. headliners. I cannot remember who was performing. I want to say it might have been Marcus Houston, and I can't remember again. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good party. It was a good party. It was, it was a Mardi Gras party. Oh, it was okay. for Charlie's birthday. Mm-hmm. It was for his twentieth. Yeah, it was for his for his birthday. And I remember, like, it was the first time, like, my first real party with record labels and just artists and just kicking it, good time, people paying good money, and I'm gonna be on stage, right? Never had Patron. Actually, I'd never had. I mean, come on. Like, I was in college. I never had any top show. No, you had like the bottom show. You had all the bottom. I had Pop Bob and Uh EJ. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That was the kind of life I was in. So, one of the record labels had Patron. I'd never had Patron before. So, it's like, hey, let's get the new DJ drunk. And that's what they did. Wow. So I get on stage. Now introducing the new girl on our morning show. Give it up, Patricia Lee. And then here I come. Hi, everybody. Now I gotta show me yours. Show me yours. Because we have beads. You know, like it's morning. I'm like, show me away. Are you getting shown? They were showing. Oh, they were. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, and I came with another uh, another young lady that was working at the time. You know, and we 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 were just throwing back, having a good time. And they listen, looking back, it was like, damn, I did not realize how bad I was. So, like, so, so I'm, I mean, I'm kicking it. You couldn't tell me nothing. This was my welcome party to Toledo, like my introduction to the city, and I am two sheets to the wind. So I get wow. off the stage and I'm ping ponging people, hey, excuse me, all the way back to the back. 
And I remember, and they tell me this all the time. That's why I'm not afraid to tell it because yeah. it was one of those things that were like this known at the station. Mm-hmm. The next day, the, the Welch family had Sunday dinner. And Mrs. Welch, may she rest in peace, said, um, who, who hired that girl? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who, who hired that girl? Like, what? <laughs> Uh, what was y'all think? You know, they were like, y'all sure about her? So like, yeah, like all the, you know, the whole thing, like, are y'all sure about that girl? And then so the next, the next, that Monday, I come back, I said, dang, what no girl drunk? The girl that I, that I went to the party with. Like, dang, oh, she was she the drunk, drunk one. And she was messed up. Uh-huh. But she were like, we had to carry you home. That's what it is. But yeah, that, but I never, after that, I'd never gotten like that again, because again, I was still learning. Like I was still, mm-hmm. I didn't under, I was still trying to kick it like college days. Yeah. Right. And see the difference between college and being in professional radio, you gotta be professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, you gotta conduct yourself a certain way. You wanna be respected and you want yeah. people to take you seriously. You can't right. be. On the stage of the train. Right. You can't do that. You, know, you, have, to be careful, you, know? yeah. you have to be very Well, careful. that's a amount we may have to work on a little bit, too. Our, <laughs> our, what are you looking at me for? You Just because I accidentally said it's more about the where I stood on the stool rather than the fact oh, that I was gosh, drinking. Yes. Just saying. That stool. Post stool. I know. It's, yeah, it's all right. Hold me up. Hold yes. me. Hold one of us up. <laughs> it's still here. <laughs> all right. So we all get right. to vote, right? We get to vote. So we have... Puke cleanup car. We have just, I don't remember because I was just drunk. We have Taco Bell eating and throwing up, and we have acting crazy on the stage. All right, we'll let you vote first. I'm going to go with. I'll go with the puke story because I, I can relate to that too. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going with the puke story too because yeah. I, I feel that. I'm going with the puke. All right, Big T. So yeah. I'll get you a certificate yeah. along with Jamil and you'll get hey. your. Uh, <laughs> I told my, I told my puke cleanup story. Right. But next year, Grammy someday. Next year, my Grammy one day for best podcast in my first birthday puke story. Something like that. I couldn't imagine puke just coming back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it's common. It wasn't. It was sliding on the passenger. It wasn't. It wasn't going outside like you thought. It wasn't projecting where it needs to project. Well, the visual is yes. The visual. Hey, at least I remember it though. So, <laughs> wait. So, Lexi said, So, are you saying get rid of the bottles in the studio, Tish? No, I'm not saying that because that, no, absolutely not. Because we'll tell you, I said, we, Hey, Lexi, thank you for allowing me to come. Thank you. I'm loving the place. Um, yeah, no, we, we always kept something in the studio. Like yeah. those were our best time. Cups like this, but this is just water. But yeah, yeah. But see, back then, like during our, like, well, no, we did eventually um, introduce video. But again, yeah, no, oh, yeah. keep those in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got any more questions for her? That was it. That we just just one. Right. one, one That's what's it. Well, thank you so much, Miss Tisha Lee, thank for coming you for through. Thank you for me. I yes, enjoyed yes, this. Yes. This was now, nice. Now, before we go, we have our. It's my favorite segment. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot it's about my favorite Friday. So I gotta get my phone. I have notes. Oh ooh, <laughs> shit! You came ready. Been a minute. All right. So, um, the last Friday of every show, okay, we do a segment called "Fuck Your Feelings Friday." Oh, and this is where you get to say "Fuck Your Feelings" to. Anything and anybody who has pissed you off this month. So, do you have anybody you want to say fuck? Let me think about it. Might be a little long. Why you you, you think about it? Fuck your feelings, Fry. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Thank you, Red. Thank you. Um, I'll go because I do have a fuck your feelings. So, um, 
mostly everybody knows. I don't know why it's such a big, big thing, but knows that um, I left my previous employer. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And fuck all the people who just mind your fucking business. Like, I'm not understanding why it was such a big deal that I left. Um, but I mean, everybody, I just posted about this on Facebook, mm-hmm. but it's been, it'll be almost two months and everybody is still asking me. I'm just like, I'm tired of playing the fucking story. So get the fuck over, fuck y'all feelings. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. It's annoying. So please mind the business that pays you because mm. it definitely ain't me that's paying you. So that's all I'm going to say. So fuck everybody who keep asking about why I left my job. It don't matter. Just know these bills are paid. It's all good. So that was it. I've been holding on to that since February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to my file. I think maybe I got through it. I think I, I must have gotten through my life. Uh, and it's been, I've been on that since February oh, and I couldn't I get it out that. because we've had our you know, Black Men show. We had serious shows. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah we, yep. did, yeah, we did the Black Men's Mental Health show and then we did the Newlywed Gang show. Mm-hmm. So we just couldn't. And it's so, I, I'm with you though. Know, people yeah. need to get their money business. How did the, well, how did the, I, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch the Newlywed Gang. I've been looking at some of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that. I like that men's. <laughs> That was good. Yes, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so fuck all the people who keep asking me about why I left my job. Just mind your damn business. Well, we say that a lot on here. People we do. Just, it's literally just mind your business. Just mind your business. God damn it. Like, literally somebody was like, um, they found, how did it, oh, they texted me was like, well, damn, it sucks that I have to find on Facebook that you left your job. Why do you give a fuck? Mm. Why do you care? You know what, if yeah. they were that close to you, guess what? They well, they would have known. You would have told, right? Give a fuck. But here's the thing, right. though. I, so I literally saw, I didn't respond back to that, but I responded back on my status today and I was like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Like, damn, I ain't win a Grammy, so why the fuck do you care? I'm not a celebrity, so I don't know, but... You are very good at posting cryptic things on your Facebook. Um, just so you know, you are a celebrity. Okay, so that is one thing that um, it took... You are. You are. You can't take that away. You are. No, like, you are. Like, when you have a platform, yeah. it changes. Yeah. People recognize yeah. They recognize, they recognize your voice. Or when they actually yeah. take pictures at yeah. random music festivals. Uh, they listen to you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Or listen to you at 3 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my, that's my marketer verse. You know what? I got one. I got to say this one. I was not going to because I was worked through it, but I need to say mm-hmm. this one. Fuck all the people that lie for no fucking reason. Absolutely. Like, why? Why? Why are we lying? And can we be specific? Grown ass people. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kids, I get it. They're like trying to get out of trouble and yeah. stuff. But like, if you're lying for no reason and you have zero reason to lie to me, and I know you're lying, why are you lying? Yeah. Like, stop lying. And I am, I, anybody that knows me, if you know me and I'm about to, you're about to know me, I do much better with the truth. Just tell me. Mm-hmm. Just tell me the truth. I, I, I might not love it. We might have some words about it, but I promise you this. I even tell my kids this at home. Like, if you're going to do something you feel like you have to lie about, just be honest with me because I promise you what's going to happen after this. Right, right. Yeah. Better. And it's, I feel mm. that, but I shouldn't have to say that to an adult. Yes. Like, just be, and I'm, I know we all tend to maybe not always tell the truth, but to go out of your way to lie for no reason, I, I just, I can't. I just never understood adults who lie because it's like, what am I going to do? Whoop you? Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you lying for? Yeah. Just be honest. And my grandmother always said, recipes are so, she always said, if you got to lie about it, that means you probably ain't supposed to be doing it. Well, and you know, I will say, so I did, mm-hmm. I did, I did talk this through with a friend of mine because I needed to, and they, they said, well, maybe they're, you know, people do that. Not, they don't want to hurt your feelings. And I'm like, but if you feel like you have to say something that's going to hurt my feelings, we need to have a conversation about it. Yeah. It might not be pleasant. Yeah. But it needs to be had. Yes. Especially if you're like one of my people. So I just, um, I, I definitely get it. I don't like grown people who lie. It's just, it don't make sense to me. I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm so. with it. All right, Ray, do you have an FYF today? 
fuck everybody who. <laughs> <laughs> He's like me. I, I just said fuck everybody who just. Does just, just, just fuck everybody. Just, just, we can't hear you. All I can hear is just fuck everybody. Oh, you can't hear me? Now I can't hear you. Yeah, now we can hear you. That's saying nice and loud and proud. Just a big hey, old. Ain't too many people yeah. give a fuck how you feel. Oh. So fuck everybody who don't feel how I feel. Who don't feel how you feel or don't understand how you feel. Understand how I feel. I don't say because I, I would never feel how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> But no, he's saying he's like, fuck our people who don't feel how I feel. Well, we all got different emotions. But he meant exactly. understand. Yeah. Okay. That's the teacher in me. <laughs> I'm about to add this. I know, that's what it's like. Yeah, right. like, I heard you. I got it. I about your feelings, right? I know you just said fuck you. all the people that minimize how people process their feelings too. Yes. Like yeah. I, I, the amount of people that just want to say things about how people process feelings, and mm-hmm. you know, in my role, obviously, when I work with people and we're dealing with mental health, and I have to listen to somebody say, "Well, I'm not going to cry because I've been told that it's not okay," or Quit being mad. Okay, well, we can't. It's not wherever you yeah, yeah. Or quit being sad. Or why are you sad about that? That's me. Yeah. So fuck all the people that minimize those feelings that you yes. want them to understand. I didn't have it happen before. Like, yeah. um, don't really want to put this mm-hmm. out. But my kid's mom then always, like, every time I've ever been sad or whatever or had a death in the family, mm-hmm. she would, like, just, like, oh, well, it happens. Mm. So, oh, so yeah. we're saying is we're saying fuck her. Yeah, we said fuck all the people that minimize oh, so the way people process that. their feelings. Yeah, oh, well, fuck her. Yeah. yeah. Fuck so sorry. That's, no, that's sorry. Sorry. We don't know baby mama, but I'm not trying to start any fights. I just as well. That was him. He said it. I learned how to fight. And I didn't she say not, anything. We're just look, over here. She's not my baby mama, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, there you go. That was Big T. Big T said fuck her. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Miss Tisha Lee, do you have an FYI? You know what? I'm, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this is going, so I'm gonna I'm retrain. I don't really have a. I, I I had a pretty good week. Like it's been all right. Like usually there's a, a fuck you here and there. But yes. This week was not bad, and I don't want to. I'm good. I'm yes. good. Yes. There is yes. something most of the time. Yes. Not this week. It's been, not this week. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I just felt like this week was long as shit, though. Yeah. Like, I was at work on Wednesday, and me and my coworker was like, it's only fucking Wednesday. And we were like, it's been a long fucking week. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that mm-hmm. at my new job that I'm at, I feel like I've already worked there for two months. Like, that's how long this week was. I was like, really? damn, I was like, damn, I've only been here a week. I'm yeah. like, fuck. Like, this feels like two yeah. months. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where is summer break? I need it right definitely now. definitely nice to some nice weather. You know what? Can I, I don't even, this isn't even like a fuck anybody. This is a fuck road construction. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. So I, I just realized there's that. There's wow. that. And then I realized that there is two road construction projects happening. And, and C-Corp. C-Corp's C-Corp. one. Yeah. Central's C-Corp. one. That C-Corp one gets me every single time right. and I hate it. So I cannot get where I need to right. go without But see, the thing that pisses me off about that, y'all working on the wrong part of C-Corp. Like, please go down right. a little further. Oh, and widen that, let's say, widen so somebody doesn't sideswipe me. Yes. But then also, by my house, there are two different road construction projects, and it's the two main routes to get to, to my job. Yeah. Wow. They're both closed at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm going to get to work, and I still I can't make it on time as it is. 
Well, now so, you have a reason to be late. Fuck the planners who don't know how to plan with each other on how to like not make these projects all happen at the same time. Yeah. Like get crazy. a better planner. So fuck yes. those people that don't know how to plan. Absolutely. Um, my last fuck your feelings is fuck all the people who don't let people live their life that they want to live. Mm -hmm. um, I was watching Dr. Phil today, and I know everybody. I um, have not watched Dr. Phil in like years. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know like he's still on. Yes, he's going strong. I get to watch a lot of TV. He's going strong. Are you sure he's still on? I think he's retiring. He's not retiring. I just watched it today. On the new episode, I swear though, I feel like he's ending soon. I swear I heard that. But they had a dad on here. They were talking about transgenders and whatnot, and they had a dad that saw their son for the first time be in transgender form mm. but he's he never saw it Ooh. yeah and so they showed it on dr phil today yeah. and he came out and the dad was like pissed and um they basically just have a story of like um um like this is the first time she's you know he's seen <laughs> he is retired yes um it was oh, wait so i was right yeah, he is retiring, okay. so this is like oh, last year. So it was the first time that he's seen his son who identifies as a woman. And he, like, went off. Like, this whole, like, basically, like, this only him type shit and blah, blah. Fuck all the people who don't let their people, their no, kids, like, Fuck whoever. all the parents who disown their kids for stuff. About, yeah, like, just yeah, let people live. Yeah. yeah, And your kids, like, yeah. you, that is your... That you is, raised like, them. I don't know. I don't my my biggest thing that I, that, I, that I hate just as a person, even as a parent... I would never want my own son to that's right. not be himself, yes. but then to suffer on the inside just yeah. so I can be happy. That's right. You know and saying? that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it make, we make it about ourselves. Yeah, and yeah. our kids, our kids yeah. are, your kids are going to do things that are going to disappoint you. Right. They all, they, they're going to make choices that make you. Like, really and you just got to check. Taco Bell? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> do not need to know <laughs> for sure. They, it is what it is now. My mom but that's it. Yeah, but I would never want my own son. Like, no. he's not. But if my son can't even say, hey, dad, this is what I like and this yeah. is what I want to identify as, I'm not going to be upset and force him to suffer in silence just so I can be happy. Or unloved or just feel yeah. like they don't pull. I mean, like, I... I, I don't fucking understand that. So, one of my favorite people right now... Uh, um. Dwayne Wade mm -hmm. and, and yes. oh, I, they, I love how they just right. let yes. their mm -hmm. daughter because that's what yeah. she identifies as. I love that. And they love her. And yeah. Yeah. even though some people are like, I wouldn't let my child do that being so young. And he snaps right back at him. He and sure does. Those. Yeah. But to allow a child to just be themselves, I'm with that. Yeah. Like I'm with yeah. it because that means that that child doesn't have to suffer, you know, until mm -hmm. they turn 18. Mm -hmm. And now you are like, Oh my gosh, why didn't you tell me? Uh, because you probably would have been pissed off if I told you. So, so maybe we right. need to tell people this too. Like, FYI, if you're doing that, your children are suffering on the inside. They may not tell you, but they are. Stop so, causing fucking it. trauma in your kids. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, we could do a whole other show on trauma. Yeah, you should. I mean, you yes. really should. I need, this to. Is a whole show. I need to, for real, for real. Because it is. You, you should. All right. Miss Lexi said, I love that media trade answer. Yes, ma'am. Yes. She yeah. likes like, no, nah, y'all can have that. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Look, I, you can tell I want media trade because I want to answer that question like the next one. I'm like, no. So I just learned it got a piece of a lesson right there. I love it. Well, we thank you so much, Miss Tisha Lee, for coming. Oh, this was a pleasure. So I really enjoyed This is a nice, this yeah. was a really nice Friday night. I enjoyed it's it. Fun, it's fun, isn't it? Yes. Well, yeah, and we behaved. We did good. We did good. Now, next yeah. show. I See, know. I need to come back with a raw. Oh, the next show is spring break. Yes. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. Yes. I'll bring some beans. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, like, uh, Well, for y'all, now, I'm sorry. What, what, 
what do you have against us and our tits? Because that was like a I, yeah. I, I Did you see that face? Saying, he was, was like, yeah. Saying, like, no, I didn't know <laughs> he did look like showing titties or not. Like, I didn't know. He was like, I don't, I don't think he was. Titties. I don't think he was ready for that. Yeah, you were ready. Have you ever been? Ever been down there in Mardi I have not. No, I have, and it was. People were showing a whole lot of stuff. It wasn't just some titties, huh? Yeah. Like, we went when it wasn't, Mark. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, crazy, crazy. They shut it down and. All right. All right. Well, on the next episode of Mud Talk, it is our spring break episode. We have Tanae, the bartender, is coming back. Yes. And she's going to give you all of the spring break safety tips when you're drinking on spring break. Because mm-hmm. people don't be they don't behave on spring break. Well, you should not supposed to, but be safe with it, you know. Yeah. So Tanae is going to give us all the safety tips on that. I'm going to be giving my tips with tea on what you should or should not do on spring break. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. we need to we need to have that conversation. Um, you know, the <laughs> internet is out there now, so we got we got to be cool. Oh yeah, yeah, we got yeah. to be cautious. So, and that's that. And you're gonna give us some spring break stuff too. Some you know what? Maybe we'll play. Maybe we'll come up with a fun game. We should we'll like do a little spring break game. game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> way, I will, I will, are we wearing our spring break? We we should dress. We should do like beach clothes for spring. You know, yeah, wear my bikini. <laughs> Please show up my beach body. Yeah, I don't have right now. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. Yes, but and then you know we're going to be drinking because today is going to be. He said you know we're going to be drinking. Well, because today makes us take a shot before and That's after true. a second. Well, not so. me because we know about me. Well, yeah, shots. you don't do shots, but you do. You, you drink. I'll drink. Wine. I'll drink. Yes, yeah, so. it'll, it'll be some, it'll be some fun tropical drinks. It's definitely going to be, and we're going to have the Ting Talk kids yeah, going to okay. be here as well too. Oh, so yes. shout out to our Ting Talk kids. Yeah, they're going to be in the building. Oh, nice. Yes. No, they not for the okay. drinking games unless they're old enough. Because well, we will have to. Well, they're not. They're nineteen. 18, mm-hmm. something like that, 19, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they're not old enough. So we don't condone underage drinking. No, so we'll have them here and then the drinking will commence. With yes, they will segment. leave after that. Mm-hmm. So, but they're going to be talking about, um, you know, just how to take care of yourself during spring break, mm-hmm. giving some tips on how to enjoy spring break and all that. Maybe I could do something about, like, go back to my roots and do something about safety, like, like you know, not almost like my sex ed when I started. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a good spring break one yeah. for some of our younger viewers that they might need to Like hear. a sex ed spring break? Like a, like a sex ed tips for spring break. Nope. Like, cause that's how I started yes. right here, right? Use condoms. And Use condoms. well, it'll be more than that, but yeah, that was a good start. <laughs> that's a great start. <laughs> and don't put it on your own And you can also um, get syphilis if you're not paying for sex, just throw them out. Uh, thank you, Lucas County, right? for putting that bill <laughs> <on there. laughs> So I don't know. All right, y'all, well, we appreciate y'all for tapping in here on Mud Talk. I'm Big T. I'm Red. I'm Miss Amy. And you just listen to the only podcast that brings you latest in music, news, and fashion. The only show that keeps your ears to the streets. Well, While we, we grind in the 419. All right, y'all. We will see y'all next time. Deuces. Surprise! What? Talk.